Point Guard is a production of iHeartRadio. Like, so it was just one of those things where I just, I, you know, I, I just got to give him his credit. I got to give him his credit because he didn't penalize me mm-hmm. for off-the-court things. Yeah. And he just let my talent speak for itself. And, and, and that year, y'all wound up going all the way to the final four. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animals, amphibians, mammals, spirits, basketball gods, we are back. The Point God Podcast, presented by Slick, in partnership with iHeartMedia. Shout out to iHeartMedia. I am your host, Baron Davis, a.k.a. Boom Dizzle, a.k.a. Too Easy. And the definition of this show, Point God, is the God-given ability to lead, be a master of your craft, to include, be inclusive, to have vision, and the day-to-day know to set goals, to achieve goals, and to bring people together. Welcome to the Point God Show. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is big. And when I say this is a big episode, let's see if y'all can figure this one out. He was born in Tampa, Florida. He went to high school at Grant High in the Valley. He is the sorcerer of scoring. He is the manipulator of traffic. He is the Edward Scissorhands of moves. He is the personality that is free, spontaneous, loving, energetic and the creativity behind the game to be included in the game one of the coldest scoring point guards you will ever see in your lifetime the definition I would say the the redefinition of point guard to hybrid guard the agent of extraordinary the chef on the hibachi grill the mafia Gustavo 
the point guard of point guards, ladies and gentlemen, Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> oh, they going crazy. Hey, bro. They going crazy. That was a hell of a introduction, boy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What's up? I was over here getting goosebumps. Sweating every day like, man, I don't hey, know bro. if I'm going to live up to this. I was getting fired up, okay? I was getting, I get fired up. I get fired up when you start thinking about just you. You know what I mean? And like when I start thinking about the love and the appreciation for just like how you got down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like this show is really like, I mean, it's for us to talk shit, talk about frying motherfuckers, how it happened, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like first and foremost, you get your roses for being the pioneer to this new definition right mm-hmm. of what what we're calling hybrid guards right the Stephs, the trey youngs the uh dame lillards the westbrooks the john Morant, everybody now is playing with the freedom right mm-hmm. and the responsibility is gilbert arenas how does it you, feel you know to be so that man it, it, <laughs> um it's crazy because when people talk about the evolution of the guard, you know, everyone always wants to throw Iverson. Yep. You know, um, and I always say, in reality, yes, but no, because they forced him to the two. Yes. You know, he, he they had Eric Snow. Yep. So when people say, who is your hardest matchup? I can never say Iverson because he played, I had never, I never guarded him. I was guarding Eric Snow. Eric Snow yep. was guarding me. Um but when it came to what he was doing, so I got to actually live in that point guard position. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't have to transition to the shooting guard, which they tried. Yeah, um, I remember when uh, my first year as a free agent, um, Denver wanted me to come over as a two. They had um, Andre Miller. They 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 just paid Andre because yep. we was up at the same time, so they paid Andre. It was going to pay me to be the shooting guard. And I was like, nah, I don't want to. Yeah. First of all, I don't want to guard no shooting hey, guard. That's treacherous, dude. <laughs> hey, the, hey the two guards in the league, <laughs> Lord have mercy. What? My goodness. They like trained assassins. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was it was just one of those things where I'm uh, I'm glad that, you know, I was, I was smart enough to understand that I wouldn't be a good two guard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My my attributes would have helped me play in point. My value was bigger as a point guard than it was as a two. Yeah, and and, and like just thinking about what what you said is, but you had all of the attributes mm-hmm. right of a two guard, mm-hmm. right? So you 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 had the you you had the uncanny knack of scoring, mm-hmm. right? But the decision to take that. To the point guard, you know what I mean, and to like learn that, right? That that was like you weren't a point guard your whole life. Okay, so I was a point guard in high school. Okay, so you played the point so in I high played, school. I played the point growing up, but it was still from a scoring a scoring position, a scoring position. So I can pass the shit out of the ball, uh-huh. but I score. Nobody passed to you know. I was, you know <laughs> I'm a scorer, so I was always I'm in the valley. So. Yeah. Just give Gilbert the ball. So, yep. you know, I'm breaking press. I was fast enough to do all that. 
Um, when I got to college, I was strictly a two. Um, I was just strictly a two. We had mm. Jason Gardner. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, so when I came, you know, into the NBA, I I worked out with all two guards. Yeah, Jason Richardson, Joe Johnson. So I was working out with all twos, and I had the advantage because when we did one on one drills, they couldn't guard me. Right, right. So. Um, when I got drafted, that's the reason I slipped so far in the draft. Yeah, I was going to say that. Do you think because teams evaluated you as a shooting guard is why you got why you slipped in the draft? Yeah, they was like, well, he's not a he's he's too small for a shooting guard, and he doesn't have the decision making as a point guard. So, wow. Um, you know, so but yeah. you the lead guard at Arizona the whole time. Yeah, I was the lead. I was you had the lead guard, uh-huh. right? Jelani, uh, what's no, Jason Gardner. Jason Gardner was the point guard. Yeah, he was a point. You were the lead, lead guard. guard. Yeah. So meaning, and you know, for the people at home, back then a lead guard had could do whatever they want. They could bring the ball up the mm-hmm. court. You know what I mean? They were usually the guy who scored. Right, so it could be pick and roll. You can be coming off of picks. You can be coming off of down screens. But basically, like the lead guard was the playmaker and the score, right? Well, so funny. Actually, because we, you know, at that time, you know, we had Richard Jefferson, all yeah, American. Yeah, had a squad. You know, Lauren Woods, all American. Rest in peace. Michael Wright, all American. Jason Garner, all American. McDonald's, all American. So all these guys were McDonald's, yeah. all Americans, and it was just me. Yeah. Right? So I didn't really have a role. You know, I was, I was gifted at just finding the ball, cutting, yeah. you know, because I, I did play two, you know, growing up too. So, you know, I played with adults. Yeah. So I had to move without the ball to get the ball. Absolutely. So I understood how to move and get open. So I didn't really have any, any like, a job. Yeah. Just do you. Yeah. So, you know, I'm backdooring, cutting, flashing, running up and down, you know, lead the team and scoring two years straight. Yeah, that's <laughs> You know, crazy. without really, you know, branding anything. So, right. So what happens is, you know, once I get drafted to Golden State because, you know, I worked out, played well, from there it's really just watching and trying to figure out what I really am. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that was a blessing for me going in the second round, being benched, and really watching the game. Because at that point I'm getting put in as a point. I don't know how to run offense. Right. You know, I, I, you know, you know, pick and roll, pass it to the big man, and then what? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I never had this role here. You know, my role was always break press, score. You got to touch Go. the ball. You got to touch the ball three times yeah. before a motherfucker can shoot. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. So, For sure. You know, so now really like trying to figure out. So, you know, being bench and really watching guards after guards after guard, watching what the point guards do, the hybrids, looking at what I am compared. Like, I know I'm not John Stockton. Right. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't right. my skill. Yeah. You know what I mean? That ain't my skill. So I'm trying to figure out who does what, when, right. where. So I got to study more. Mm. You know, so when I was, you know, sitting on that bench, it wasn't, I wasn't a fan. You know, I wasn't a fan, nor. Of nobody. No, or not part of this team. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to study. All right, what does BD do? Steve Francis. Like, because now I'm looking, like, I'm putting everybody in their own categories. Mm -hmm. Like, forget what the NBA is talking about. Right. You know, like, all right, BD, uh, Steve Francis. Okay, these guys are here. Then you got John Stockton, Gary Payton. These guys are there. Where's Iverson? Okay, he's somewhere in the middle. You know, now yeah, you're trying yeah. to figure out and just put everybody in. And now, what am I? Yep. Oh, I'm more on this athletic side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so, and then that's how I start approaching the game. I love that. Now, let's take it, let's take, let's dial it all the way back, mm-hmm. right, to childhood, right? 
when was that moment, right? Or if there was a particular moment or time when you were like, basketball is for me and I am for basketball. And then what were you into before that? Okay, so I was a football player. Okay. And what track position? Runner, running back, quarterback, receiver. Oh, you was uh, everything. See, this thing in L.A., man, this yeah. is the Valley. No, so I get it. if you're an athlete in the Valley, you, yeah. you everything. all everything. You everything. <laughs> right? Just to compete. So, um, like, I'm, I dibbled and dabbed in basketball. really wasn't it, – it, wasn't my thing. I was yeah. more just football. I was rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, true story. You know, um, East Valley, uh, um, East Valley Trojans playing against the Eagles, uh-huh. right? And I was already warned: no quarterback sneaking. Yeah, they got to hit it on the team. Yeah, Do not quarterback sneak <laughs> up the middle. If you're gonna run routes, run it to the side. To the Don't run yeah. up that middle because you're gonna get hit hard. Yeah, right. And um, sure enough. Faked it, tried to run up the middle, yeah, yeah. got my <laughs> got my helmet hit, knocked off. Uh, he knocked me unconscious, bro. And I woke up a basketball player, man. <laughs> I woke up a basketball player. His name was Dijon Lee. <laughs> and he ended up playing basketball for North Hollywood, who's oh, wow. our rivals. Man. <laughs> and he used to see him at the game and be like, "Yeah." No, because I remember, I, I, I remember it was my sophomore year. Um, they called us out, boom, you know, getting ready, hyped, seen a little dude. He was about probably like five seven. <laughs> he was five seven, hitting his Samoan, hey, Samoan, yeah. Samoan black, yeah. hitting his head against the backboard. Yeah, so yeah. he had boosties, yeah, right? Yeah. And then when they said his name before, trauma. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what's your, what's, what's your name? <laughs> Did you play football yeah, for the Eagles? Right, right. <laughs> hey, I was, I was, uh, I was the helmet was you knocked dude. off. <laughs> East Valley Trojans, bro. <laughs> I'm your claim to fame. <laughs> I'm your claim to fame. And then, like you know, the growing up here in a, in LA in the Valley, right now, now we know like Sierra Canyon. You know, uh, the Valley is like a hotbed for, you know, players and their kids and new schools and things like that. But when you were coming up in the Valley, Valley has always had great basketball players and, and, and or really good basketball teams. You know what I mean? Coming from the Valley, you know what? Like your dad was so important. Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. Coming from the Valley, you know what? Like, your dad was so important in, like, seeing this basketball. Like, y'all shared, like like, a vision, you know what I mean? As far as, like, just not... Being stationary in the valley, you know what I mean. You know what's so funny? Um, he understood more about basketball than I did. You know, mm-hmm. like he already had a basketball team at the park. Right. They called themselves the Dream Team Bulls, <laughs> right? And, you know, yeah. Um, L.A. Cats. You know, yeah. cats from everywhere, and they just built this park league team where most of those kids went to Birmingham, mm-hmm. right? And they were the stars. Like, three of them tried to leave straight out of high school. Oh, wow. That's how talented the team was. Uh-huh. So, obviously, I'm not playing on that team. Right. Um, so, he used to go watch 
basketball, basketball everywhere. That was his thing. So I'm, I'm not knowing. So, you know, he'll drag me out. Come watch you. Yeah. You know, so, you know, the first time I'm watching, like, you know, I see volleyball, and then you go and watch L.A. basketball. Totally different. Right. That's like G League and mm-hmm. NBA All-Star type mm-hmm. basketball. It's just two different worlds. So right. he introduced me to a world that I wasn't going to ever see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when someone says, when you're not training, someone else is. If you think you're bad, I'm going to go take you somewhere where you're not even better than the worst player. Right. Right. So I'm I'm coming to, you know, as I said, before I even started off, I'm watching your games. I'm mm-hmm. watching you play. Right. Not knowing who you are, right. not knowing nothing, you know, watching Shea Cotton. Like, yeah, you know, Shea so, was badass. you know, so I'm watching this before <laughs> I'm like even really in my basketball world. So. I'm already getting discouraged, like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. he's, he's uh, <laughs> they jumping from the free throw line, dunking, bodying people. Like, it's this whole rugged game compared to, you know, what the Valley was giving me. Right. So, I, like, my, my, like, the end of my freshman year, I checked into an adult league. Oh, wow. That's what helped me. I went, so, because I couldn't play in L.A., right. I just checked into an adult league with all the grown men here. In the Valley. In the Valley. You know, and, then, and, I, and and those were dudes who played in L.A. Yep. who became successful <laughs> and moved to the Valley <laughs> to avoid the bullshit. So yep. you really playing with some real ones. Yeah, some, yeah, so, yeah, you some know, real you got dudes. The, yeah, you got the real dudes. You got <laughs> yeah. a, a team called Crush Groove, yeah. just all, like, all prison. It's like all prison players, man. Everybody's swole. They doing yeah. 100 push-ups and pull-ups and stuff. So some of them played overseas. Some of them played college ball, and they come back. You know, playing Valley. I don't know if you ever played at Valley College. Uh huh. So yeah. playing at Valley College, yep. playing at Balboa Park. Yeah. So that's where I really got a sense of okay, I need to get better. Okay. Yeah. Learning like you ain't coming down there passing me the ball, so I need to cut, do all this stuff. Uh-huh. I learned a game different until I was good enough to really go into the LA world to, to see where my talent really was. And, and and when you say like you were learning, like you at that age, right? And it's a lot of young young kids and young hoopers and shit watching this, like. When you say you learn at that age, right? Like, what are you learn? Like, how do you learn? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you learn? Did you learn by just throwing yourself out there and like forcing yourself to get better next week? You know, the next week and the next week playing against adults. Yeah, see, I, I think you know, as athletes, sometimes we think we're the best thing moving. Yeah, right. You know, this ah, he sucks. He's overrated. He's a, so. When your mindset is everyone sucks, everyone's overrated, this, that, and that, you're not really looking at a person's skill level. Mm. You're not looking at his gift or his mm-hmm. talent, right? So me not being good, that, you know, I'm not good. Right. So I'm looking at it from a whole different I, standpoint. Yeah. So I'm looking at it to get better. Okay, he he does the shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. I, I mean, try to put that in my game. Yeah. All right, I, he he's jumping. I can't do that. So yeah. let me go ahead. <laughs> like no. So I'm really like learning from uh-huh. everyone else. Like you got to remember, if uh, if I'm a sophomore, he's a junior. What 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 is he doing? You know, to get to open. get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you know, I I'm I'm watching. Like you know, some people don't want to watch because you're watching it as a fan instead of yeah. watching it as a student. Got it. You know, sometimes you got to watch the game as a student to learn from the masters. For sure. You know what I mean? Because the masters 
are learning from someone else. Absolutely. So you're piggybacking. It's like, you know, like when you're riding, like, you know, like Lance Armstrong, when you're riding, yeah. you know, there's a drift. Yeah. You know, you just catching a drift until it's your turn to try to, yeah. you know, get in front and pass. So you get in front of people. So that's what my thing is. I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning from every aspect, learning from, you know, the competitive side, getting beat. What is, what is the best player on the court do when he loses? Is he a sore loser? Is a, you know, let's run it back. Let's run him. You know, so you just sitting there trying to pick up what, what makes success. Mm. You know, because if I'm the third NBA player from the Valley, Gail Goodrich, you know, he's the first. Um, I forgot the other person. Jordan Farmar. They're after me. Oh, you older than Jordan. Yeah. That's right, dude. Yeah, so Jordan, Nick, all Nick, those Nick, all those dudes. The twins. So, me, yeah, so. So me and the there twins. There is no, um, was it Mitchell Butler, I think? No. Mitchell Butler didn't live in the Valley? I don't, not that I know of. Yeah, I think it's somebody. Who Who was it? I forget. It was a guard. He still lives in the valley. He lives like up in um, Indian, the Indian Hills. Oh like man, that's he was. Kill he was me. a nice player too. I can't. I just can't think of his name. Yeah. But you know, Gail Goodrich was the only person I knew at the time. Yeah. So that's big separation. Mm-hmm. So there, I don't have no reference. Yeah, no reference. I have no reference of right. what makes a great basketball player. What makes an NBA player? So. You know, and I'm, you have no measuring stick. No. Like, there's no valley measuring yeah. stick at the moment. But was there, like, who were you watching that was like, yo, I'm fucking with him. I can see, you know what I mean? Like, who are the older dudes that you were looking at? Like, man, I could probably, like, fuck with him. If I can get to his level. No, see, that's, 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 that was the, the funny part because everyone was so far in front of me. Yeah. So it was, it was yeah, you, Kenny Bruner, right? You got Jason Thompson. You got all those yeah. guys. Um, and then right under that was... Um, Granville, Wesley Stokes, all them dudes. Nah, so. they, were, they were like right under... They were like right... Next right to you. There. Yeah, it was next to me. It was um, Syracuse. Um, Tony Bland. Tony Bland. Yeah. So that was, okay. that was my first taste of like, oh, yeah, maybe I got some here. Yeah. So you don't believe... I made an all-star game with you. What was that? <laughs> My sophomore year. Yeah, awesome. I, it was pump. It was a pump and run. Oh yes, it, it that was, was fun. That's what I said. It was pump yeah. and run. But you know, if there was twenty people in it, I was number twenty. <laughs> <laughs> like so, I wasn't good enough for you to know who yeah, I was yeah, yeah, I or get on the though. court. I was just uh, I was top twenty now. <laughs> okay. My dog was there. <laughs> so so what ends up happening? So I'm playing all late games, uh-huh. right? So I'm making the teams because I'm literally leading the camp and scoring. Yeah. Just nobody's noticing. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's paying attention. So I played my first, like, okay, he might, I'm, I'm, like me, I, I told my dad, like, yo, hey, I might be all right. I played against Tony Bland. So mm-hmm. he was, like, probably the biggest name that I actually got to play with that was in front of me. Yeah. Like, so I never matched up against you, Kenny Bruner. Never yeah. matched up against you guys. We were older, though. Yeah. So, but, you know, as a sophomore, I'm still on the team, yeah. but I wasn't I wasn't on the A team. Yeah. I was on the C team. So, me and Dunleavy played on the same team. Got it. So, we wasn't on the, the we wasn't going to play against you guys. Yeah. We was, like, on that bronze. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, on the yeah. bronze. Yeah. So, somehow I got matched up with Tony Bland, right? And, like, I'm already nervous. Like, yeah. oh, man, like, like, that's Tony Bland. He's, like, ranked. You know, in 11th grade, so, he's ranked, yeah, yeah. you know, he's ranked number one as the yeah, point guard yeah. in, in the junior class. So For I'm sure. sitting there like nervous. And then he did something I just didn't like, right? Pulled his pants up, tucked it in, you know, had that look, rolled his socks up. 
Oh, just being funny. Yeah, just rolled his pants up, you know, everybody laughing, and then it just triggered me. Get him. Get him. So I go out there and have about 55. God. Like, he's, 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 like he's mad. Like all the, yeah, got him yeah, all the scouts yeah. are like throwing the ball and this and this. Yeah, hell but yeah. I didn't look at it like, man, I destroyed him. It looked at it because you got to remember, he was a pure point. Yeah. You know, he was Magic Johnson yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. But it just gave me the sense of, all right, I think I can. I play against busy. L.A. dudes. Let me go ahead and, but I got to approach it the same way. I'm a Valley dude. Nobody yep. knows who I am. So I have the element of surprise. Right. Which And you went to what? Adidas camp? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to uh, Adidas, but I got hurt. First. So you, okay. So, so I didn't really, yeah. So you didn't get, you didn't get you the know. opportunity <laughs> you know? to like, damn, I made it to, you know, because I remember for me, I was like the, I was like how you described yourself in the pump game. Mm-hmm. That was me at Nike camp. Mm-hmm. Like they was like, oh man, just let them, let them, let them come. You know what I mean? Like yeah. let them come play. And I wind up being, you know, having a good camp, and like that made my mark. And <clears throat> I say that to say this: you were from the valley. I was from the crossroads. Mm-hmm. If you don't make a mark in that moment, mm-hmm. right or Going into that moment, it's like, I got to make my mark. Mm-hmm. And you get cut. I mean, you get hurt, right? In camp, you kind of feel like the world is falling yeah, apart, yeah. right? So talk to me about, like, one, that, and then just the transition into, like, going from being good to, like, elite in your class. And, like, what did that summer, what did, what did that shit after you got uh, hurt from ABCD, because it's like you went to the tournament and you just start going on a tear. And yeah, like, yeah. So like when I made the the the, um, the Adidas thing and I get hurt, you know, I'm watching players, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, like you know, looking at skills, you know. So from there, I'm hurt. Like I to to me, everything is a blessing. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like I really don't belong here. I don't mm-hmm. know how I got here. Just mm-hmm. you know, but. I never got to really get over the hump because something right. always happened, right? So we go into, I'm going into my junior year and got taller, um, mm-hmm. trained like crazy with the grown men. So I got a whole different game. Yeah. So I'm really, and then they changed the, um, they put a shot clock in. In high school. Yeah, they that put a shot clock. So now it's me. forcing everybody yeah, to, yeah, to now, you, now you got to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just hold and pass that four corner yeah. shoot. So you got to shoot. Um, and then I went against um, Ruben Douglas. Ooh. Yeah. Ruben Douglas was cut. Yeah. Ruben Douglas and somebody else was on the same team. Huh? Who else was on the team with him? No, that's what they, so they were, they were, oh, Kent Dennis. So, Kent Dennis. So they yep. had, uh, but he wasn't there when I got there. Okay, Kent got it. ended up leaving. So when I went there, it was the Belgium tournament. You know, he was leading and scoring. I was behind him. Yeah, I was behind yeah. him and gave him a quadruple double. Yikes. So for, it was like 46, yeah. 15, 13, 12. You know, but, yeah. but, but again, I don't look, I don't, I look at. <laughs> Yo. Yo. But, hey, and Ruben Douglas was like one of the top rated dudes. You yes. know what I mean? And he was like, he was the dude you knew about. Yes. You heard his, he had a name. So in the Valley, he was, yeah, he, he was, was the king. Dude. He yeah, was the king. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he was the, no, like, oh he was, he gosh. was the, he was the king so what, what ended that gave me kind of a little self-confidence yeah. 
even though we're not guarding each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a shooting guard at yeah. the time. I'm the point. But the fact that I had that kind of success. He's just dominating. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. dominating the, 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 the game. game. I'm the best player on the, the court. Four, you know what I mean? So it's not like I scored this on him. Yeah. I'm just the best player I on the court. I scored this on your team. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on your family. That's on your neighborhood. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I had that. And then, and then, the next, and then the, my next big thing was when I went to Crenshaw. So and that's where everyone opened yeah. up like, yo, who is who is this right. dude? You know what I mean? Who and, is and, and talk about like what does Crenshaw mean to a kid? And you know, because we went to Crenshaw too, mm-hmm. two years in a row. We should have won the first one. We should have won the second one. But you know, I, I kind of blame it on the sixties and shit because <laughs> they like come in the gym and shit at the end of the game and. You know, it's just, yeah. just weird, weird, <laughs> you know, hood intimidation tactics. And then I, you know, I, I, I won't fucking with that. But talk about Crenshaw, like, at that time, because Crenshaw was the shit, right? Yeah, so back then, Crenshaw was number one. Uh, it was number one in California, right? And it was the number one defense, mm. right? So one of my partners that I grew up with, Valley Kid, who his family's from L.A., so he goes to Crenshaw. Right, so he already big smoking. It. Yeah, my boy gonna kill y'all. Yeah. This and this and that. And he was like, "Man, we this a valley. Yeah, yeah. This is a valley boy. He's a white boy player. Yeah. Right? So that was a thing. Like, he's a white. Is he Mexican? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. What is the name? They for sure think you white. Hey, bro, they so think you Mexican or white there, dog yeah. before you even <laughs> go in the, in the fucking arena. If they would have announced, hey, dog, if they would have announced your name, Gilbert Arenas, I'd be like, hey, the wrong nigga <laughs> just ran <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Or the wrong dude just <laughs> ran out. You gotta delete that. Uh, so, so we, so when we get matched up, right? I remembered like the papers. It was like, if Gilbert scores fifteen to twenty points, he's a legit player. So, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm sitting there like, what's the difference? Yeah. Like, oh, this, you know, what what do they have that nobody else had? Like, I feel that when I play against teams outside of my conference, that's easy money. Yeah. Right, that's easy money. It's the conference that kills me because they're gonna triple team me. Yeah, they know. And then they're gonna triple team me. They're gonna yeah. put the box in one. They're gonna put the triangle in two. Yeah. The two niggas gonna be sticking me. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> so that's more that's more frustrating than yeah, anything. For sure. If they're gonna play regular defense in the press, yeah. I'm Gucci. Oh yeah, we're right. Good. So, so I go in there. You know, our, our, our uniforms orange and white, oh, orange, goodness. white, and brown. Right. Yeah, that's Hoover colors. <laughs> so I got. So I got. So I got the. Jo- I think I got. Was it the thirteens? Uh-huh. That was red, white, and black. Uh-huh. So you can hear like a little like oh, yo, what it, like even my friends. Hey man, don't wear those there. Yeah, yo, you know what time it is. You know this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. I like these Jordans, bro. Crenshaw is like the Crip capital. (laughs) But but so when we when we playing when we you know warming up, they not even out there. Yeah. So they they I don't know where they at in the back. So we don't even get to see. I don't even know what they look like. Right. So you got the crowd. They going crazy. Yeah. They they laughing at us. You know it's me. Yeah, we got yeah. the Asian. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so y'all got, got, y'all got the most <laughs> inclusive team. So we you know, know what I mean? Yeah, so we're not for a threat spirit. to them. So, so we're not, we not really a threat, right? Yeah. So nobody, like, this is going to be a bash on. Right. So soon as soon as jump ball, 
Uh, um, I'm in I'm in attack mode. Killing. I'm, I, shit, I dunked the first my my first six points. Three dunks. Boom, oh, wow. boom, boom. <laughs> oh wow! At the show, damn. <laughs> first three, boom, boom, boom. I get three dunks right off. Oh. So everybody's like, "What the hell is this? What the fuck is going what on?" Is yeah, because I was faster than yeah. They, no, you was, were so, no, you that's were what they so didn't. Fast. That's what they, that's what they expect. So them trying to run a zone. I'm just looking at the slowest person on the team, and I'm just, just yeah weaving around. They're just weaving around them. That's crazy. But you know, weaving around every single play. Every like, and then Crenshaw got twenty players 20 on the bench, players, and they just subbing in. They subbing in five, <laughs> <laughs> subbing in, subbing out. You know, so you know, I had my success against them, and then that's where that's it, like kind of took up. off. Yeah, yeah, and then talk about uh, you know high school going into college. What was that decision like? Who else was recruiting you? Because you was a big time recruit at this time. Nah, no, no still not. No, so so when Chris you, did UCLA the, recruit you? No. Shut the fuck up. Bruh, I was... Oh, so I was getting recruited big time by CSUN. <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> I was dude. getting recruited big... Because I never really left the Valley, so I'm getting recruited by CSUN because I'm I'm practicing with them. So yeah. they used to play games up there. So I'm going yeah. to CSUN, running with the college team. And they're like, yo, come here. Like, you can come here now. Forget your junior senior year. Come here now. So I'm really like, yo, I can go to I college. I can go to CSUN. Yeah, I can go to yeah. CSUN. Like, yo, that's cool. So the guy left. The guy who's recruited me said, look, I'm going to Kansas State. You're going to be my recruit. You're going to be my first crew. So as soon as you get there, sure enough, got the letter, boom. We on a flight. We're going to give you 1,000 minutes as a freshman. Yeah. I don't know what that is. 1,000 minutes sounds good, though. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds a thousand. Good. A thousand. <laughs> a thousand. <laughs> I don't know how we calculate that, but I, I want in. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was where I was going to go, right? I was going to go to Kansas State. And then, like, the Paul came in, and then Arizona came in at the end, right? They came in at the end, and then um, when I was gonna go visit the Paul, Pat Kennedy's mother died, mm. so he had to cancel. So I was like, "Well, so I ain't doing nothing this week. Can I go to? Can I go, <laughs> go to Arizona? Can I go to Arizona?" Uh, so, once so you called, went there, it was over. Yeah, that's what I said. Once I went hey, there, it was bro. cool. God but damn. UCLA, UCLA. Didn't have they had two scholarships, right? Uh-huh. And they were saving them for Carlos Boozer and then um Deshaun Stevenson, who was a year behind who me. who who were both I was their host on a recruiting trip. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was Carlos Boozer who was coming in with me, uh who was the same year, and then um Stevenson the year after. Yeah, we knew we weren't gonna get Boozer because he ran up a uh like a like an eighty dollar phone bill on Moose Bailey home phone calling his girl in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> he kept calling collect. He didn't want to hang out. We was not his type of dude. <laughs> yeah, we was like, man, he ain't coming here. He going to do yeah, so. So I didn't. So they didn't. Um, USC was recruiting me. They were sending. Yeah, but I think I, they would. But I, I, I think they were just sending everybody eighty letters a day. That was Dave Miller. Dave Miller and uh, Bibby. Bibby, yeah, yeah, they was just like, man, yes. what are you doing with all these bullshit ass UC, <laughs> USC, so USC it, letters? So it was basically only three. It was only it was only. And then three was G. it Luke who came in? Yeah, Luke came in, and he was he said it honest. It was it was the honesty for me. It was. It I, was the campus. He was like, I didn't. I never seen you play. Never watched you until the plane ride here to your house. You're the type of player we want. You know, you're third. You're third in line. You know, we have um, Kevin Gaines, Jimmy Hayward in front of you. 
you you guys are that type of hybrid yep. that we're looking for. I forgot you play with Go Go. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, um, whatever. So yeah. I go visit. Had a ball. Played. Hey, dog. I had a ball <laughs> when I visited the <laughs> University of Arizona. <laughs> Let me tell you, we was there for like three days before we played. I think it was like we played Arizona State on Wednesday night, and then we didn't have another game till like Sunday morning. Mm. Dog. Oh, my God. If they would have invited me to that campus, I'd, I had to think about it. It was good. That's what I said. It, it was, was heaven. That's what I said. And I was coming in. I I went there as going to be a red shirt. Oh, wow. That's how much fun I had. <laughs> That's how much like, fun I had. Yeah, yeah. But it was more basketball. Yeah. I seen I seen weaknesses. Yeah. You know, you know, I, um, you know, I'm playing with the I, I don't know when I went, but I got to play with the players there. Oh, cool. Like pickup and shit. Yeah, we was playing pickup and I'm killing. Murder. And I and I what I realized I was like, I, I remember I came home, I said, Dad, I think I want to go there. Right? And because, um, you know, Ludos was like, you're very young coming in. You know, we can redshirt you. And then you can do the four years, Jason Terry. And, you know, he's a lottery pick. Yeah. So, like, so you saying I can be an NBA player? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm Let's coming. go. But when I went there to play, it told me a different story. I'm like, I don't think these, these dudes can guard me. And if Ruben averaged 10 last year yeah. and he can't guard me this year, maybe right. I'm getting a false – you know, false sense of, you know, what's the name? Because my dad was like, what you did in high school, he learned one more year in college, you know, it's, he ain't the same player. And I was like, well, I played, and he couldn't guard me. Yeah. I don't know. And he was like, but it's the summer, so he ain't really focusing on you anyway. And I'm like, true, true, true. You know, like, yeah. like he kind of humbled me back, like, true, yeah. true, true, because yeah. I was getting big-headed already. Yeah, no, for sure. So when I, when I got there... When I decided to go, I was like, I'm going because by the time he, they going to go to the NBA and the full year, he's the only one promising me NBA. Right. So I went. And when I got there, I was like, since I'm going to redshirt, I'm just going to train. Fuck it. I don't need I don't need this school right now. I got I got to be here five years. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I might, as well, yeah. I might as well. I'm going to be here five years. So I'm just going to just churn, work on my body, learn. And then by the time like we all got together as a team, Started having team practices. It was over. I became, I'm, I'm the best player now. Yeah. So they're like, we ain't going to redshirt you. Mm. <laughs> we ain't going to redshirt you. You can't. You can't. And then, like, talk talk, talk about talk about that. Because, like, y'all had a, uh, a hell of a run. Mm. But talk about playing for Lute Olsen. I always wonder, you know, what type of coach he was. You know, you, send, you see him over there with the white hair, mm-hmm. Devin there. And you guys were just very, very Arizona as a program it was like a well-oiled machine. You feel what I'm saying? Like as yeah. far as talent, yeah. right? And okay. he loved guards. Mm-hmm. He loved hybrid guards, mm-hmm. combo guards, mm-hmm. scoring guards. Like I just felt like Arizona had like a, a definitive type. You know what I mean? When it came to the basketball, the basketball took care of itself, right? Mm-hmm. Where I think he was different is he understood personalities, mm. right? And I say this, if I went to any other school, I probably don't make it to the NBA because I would have been penalized mm-hmm. for being immature. Yes. You know, I'm coming in. I'm coming at 17, so 
I'm 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 a high school kid. I don't yeah. know this world. I don't know this world. I'm a goofball. Everything yeah. is funny to me. Everything. <laughs> everything. Everything is funny. Like every, <laughs> every situation, unless I'm actually in a game or in practice. That's the only time you're serious. I'm not serious. I don't want to be serious. Like I'm, I'm too serious on this court. So when I'm not in these lines, I don't want to think about it. So I break. I'm breaking every rule he has. Every rule, I, I I don't buy by none of them shits. Like so, I'm not. You got to go to if you don't go to class. If you don't go to class, you got to do this. I'm not going to class. I don't, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing in that class that's going to help me on this court. Right. And that was my thing. So he had to really understand that. And the fact that he didn't. Pin, and this is one thing that I got. He didn't penalize me for off the court stuff because mm. he realized. It didn't do anything to affect on the court right. performance. Right. Now, if I did something on the court that, you know. Fuck some but, shit like, up. if I didn't go to class and I'm up 4 or 5 in the morning, he knew where I was. I'm in the gym. Yeah. I'm in McHale Center. I used to break the McHale Center door wow. just so I can get shots up. Hungry. To that point, they just gave me the key. Wolf it's like There's like, I'm tired of paying. For this, just here's yeah, the key. here's the key, yeah, so you can key. just get in. So like, like on the road when I'm doing mischievous things, charging up bills and pretending that I ain't do nothing or charging some somebody hood, else's room. Just <laughs> a little hood rat shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, you know. <laughs> like the fact that he didn't penalize me is like that lets you know that you know he understood that I I worked my ass off mm-hmm. on that basketball court. He to didn't have him. to worry about. Okay, I know he's immature. He's gonna act, but when it comes to basketball, the game, the game I know he's gonna he's gonna have he study. Gonna get, yeah. He's gonna run his miles. Like yeah. I used to run five miles. I used to get in trouble just so we can run five miles so I can get in shape. Mm. Oh, the t- players hated me. Yeah, of course. I, I miss class. I, yeah, yeah, I miss yeah. class. Run five miles. Yeah, I, hate I know running. that. I know, look, I'm going to be first because if I know I got in trouble. Because you out there running. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you ain't in class, motherfucker. You out there training, yep. getting ready for the five-mile run <laughs> that we in class. <laughs> like, so it was just one of those things where I just, I, you know, I, I just got to give him his credit. I got to give him his credit because he didn't penalize me mm-hmm. for off-the-court things. Yeah. And he just let my talent speak for itself. And, and and that year y'all wind up going all the way to the final four, mm-hmm. and you lost to Duke. Duke. Duke in championship. Was that Jason, Jason Williams? Yeah, Jason Williams, Shane Battier, yeah, Carlos Boozer. Yep, that was a fucking squad. Yeah, they were they were talented too. And y'all, uh, I thought y'all could have had that game. You know what's so funny is like I got hurt the game before. Yep, I you remember know, that. You know, it was Zebo and Hudson. I tried to yeah went through uh, try to. Like, instead of running around the pick, I tried to go through yeah, the middle, and they, yeah. they close it, but I still got through. But I think I popped something in my chest, uh-huh. a little soft tissue tear. So during the championship game, I really couldn't get my my shot on. Yeah. You know, so just me being hurt a little bit. Um, and just, but you know, just say, you, Mike, you can Mike see. maybe scoring. I mean, I mean, not by, uh, Michael Dunleavy hitting all the threes. Hitting them threes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike Dunleavy had a great, great game that game. And it seemed like the team just kind of like – it was like you are what they kind of needed mm-hmm. to get themselves going. You know what I mean? That's what I, I remember that game. Then the next game, then the next year you come back. No, nah, next year I left. I thought you played Illinois. No, no, we played Illinois, Elite Eight. 
That's the yeah. I wanted yeah. to talk about that game because that was a hard. That was a tough game. You versus D. Will. That was the first time I had seen him too. No, that was um. We had um. They had Frank Williams. Williams. Yes, that nigga was that. He was, was cold. nice. So we played. Hey, he we, was nice, we, dude. I think we played them two or three times that year. Okay. And um, Luther Head was on that team. No. Frank Williams. Who else? Melvin Eli was on that team. No. Melvin I don't Eli know. was I don't gone. See, I don't know who was there. I don't think oh, they wow. were. The, the, I think that year was like that's. This is the guy. Remember, this is nine. This is two thousand. This is the two thousand two thousand one team. Okay. But they were like they were top in the country. So they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. We was all pushing me us. Duke, Illinois, and Stanford was all uh-huh. touching that one seed at yeah. some point. They beat us. Um, so when we went into the Elite Eight, it was a grudge match. Yeah. You know, that was an actual grudge. They probably was a one seed. No, no, we wouldn't have played them as a one seed, right? Because we was a two seed going mm-hmm. to the tournament. Um, but we played them. That was a hard fall, but I was on, I was on fire. I yeah. came out on fire. Um, and then Michigan series. State after that. And then Michigan State after that. And then Duke. And what would you say, like, uh, you enjoy most about, like, just college basketball, you know, and, like, your college experience? Like, how did how did that mold you, right, when you look back? It's like, how did that, how did that mold you to be who you are? You know what's so funny is I, I don't remember mm. because I was – and I, I think that usually is the problem with um, my career that I was so focused on trying to get somewhere that you the, didn't appreciate that the moment. I didn't appreciate the moment. You never do that. So like when people talk about man, college, you gentle bends and this and this, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what that is, bro. It's like right by you know McHale Center. Never been bro, there. I just know the McKillister, bro. Yeah. I just, I just went. I didn't even the, go on the other side. Yeah, I just went in the gym, bro. Worked and went to my apartment. Went to the gym. Went to my apartment. I didn't like, you know, uh, Richard Jefferson. Like, yeah, we had parties every day. We didn't invite him. Oh well, I wasn't two, trying to they, go two years straight. I, but I'm in the, like, I was so focused on not like, like, you know, once I had success, like once you know. Uh, Dick Vitale, yeah, Diaper Dandy, Diaper MVP, Dandy, like, and then I remember our trainer. Her name is Carla. She was Olympian, uh-huh. and she used to always tell me, "I don't think Joseph Forte is not lifting weights." Yeah, you you right because he won he yeah. won he won Diaper Dandy yeah, Diaper uh, MVP Dan, yeah. of um, the Maui Classic. Yeah, so I'm sitting. So she's pushing me. So you know she's pushing me. You know to be like. This elite, and she's like, unless you want to be Joseph Forte, you might want to get back in that gym. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know, and then you know, I got you know, I got our trainer yeah. just pushing, so yeah. I never really got to enjoy you know the process of college. That's interesting. That's so. I mean, that's super interesting. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't know that, but I mean, I can definitely respect that because it's almost like college was like, all right. Once you get to college, it's like, all right, you can go to school or you can choose to get very, 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 very serious mm-hmm. about taking basketball serious mm-hmm. as a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I see, and, I, and it feels like, you know, I know that happened for me my freshman year. Then when I got hurt, I was just like, fuck, shit is fucked up. And then once I bounced back my sophomore year, it was like that business. It's like you just, 
man, I'm just going to put everything down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm going to rock out with this season, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever happened at the season happened. But right now, family, grades, all this extracurricular, hanging out, party, all that shit can just, I don't even know this. Well, yep, I don't yep. want to be nowhere a part of that world. <clears throat> and I would say that to me, like just thinking about you, like, you know, that kind of just carried on, mm-hmm. you know, because like you weren't you weren't a dude that would like party and hang out or none of that. It was like you stayed in the gym. I used to hit T Mills and be like, yo, where Jim? Where Gil at? Gil in the gym. Hey, where? what's up with Gil? Man, Gil went to the gym three times today. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker went to the gym three times? Like, yo, what's up with Gil? Like, oh, nigga, we on the mid-range. We on the mid-range right now. I'm like, damn, Gil on the mid-range? What else he doing? You know what I mean? And, like, I can respect that, you know, because it's like you have to make a decision, you know, at some point, and you may need that ultimate focus. Yeah, it was, right? it, it was, it was, like, it's like every time I celebrated success, something happened, mm. right? You know, celebrating college, like, yeah, I'm on top. I'm on top of the world. Like, I'm going to be a lottery pick. Yeah. Y'all couldn't stop me in college. Obviously, y'all ain't yeah. going to stop me, right? Yeah. Boom. Number 31. 31. <laughs> you know, 30, 31. <laughs> you, done spent, you done spent all your rookie money. So you you literally poor, bro. You know, so I can't I can't even go to the club because I can't afford to go to the club. Right. I'm not old enough to go to the club. Right. The only thing I can do is sit in the gym. And work. And just work because I, I don't have nothing else to do. I can't but, do anything. I, mean, I, but- I, couldn't even, I couldn't even drive from home to practice every day. Gilbert Arenas, part one. You see what I'm talking about? Point Godness. We'll be back. This is a Point God podcast. I'm your host, Darren Davis. Presented by Slick, iHeartMedia. Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.